And now, about to witness uh, the awesome crushing amount of the U. Yes, <laughs> Robinson, shows <laughs> Welcome, my friends. To a show that seemingly never ends. This is V. <laughs> ah, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. This is V8. Uh, what is it? Problem is, I, I can't see it after I write it out. Where, where are we? Is it V86 or V87? 87! And I thank you. And I'm your host, Eugene S. Robinson. Welcome to Eugene S. Robinson Showstopper. We're going to go into everything UFC 244. So if you're used to the usual esoterica, maybe this is not the show for you. Come back next week. But BMFers, UFC 244s, Conspiracy versus <laughs> Welcome to the show, but first, we're going to have Bob Riley sing us in Stigmata from Intro, All of Nothing, songs from Intro, All of Nothing, from Calling of the Just, still available from Revelation Records. Could not see so clear, I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So being paid back in full always, nothing. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Eugene, where do you dress up for, for Halloween? I, I, I'm dressed up as a disgruntled worker who, who shotguns to death all of his co-workers. Get it? Yeah, well, people don't get it. So uh, anyway, all right. Uh, YouTube is finicky. Sometimes it gets it, sometimes it don't. We got the whole hour started on time this week. So uh, if, we, uh, if we've made a, a, an analog, a cognate, a corollary between the UFC, the UFC, and drugs, how was yesterday's high, do you figure? On a scale of one to ten. Listen, part of highness has to do with what you expect beforehand Measured against what's delivered afterward. Right. So if I expect a five and I get a five, I'm probably right on even keel to be satisfied. If I expect a two and I get a five, I might even tell you I'm blown away, even if the scale is 10. If I expect a one and I get a nine, I'm out of my mind. If I expect a 10 and I get a seven, I'm unhappy. Oh, uh, this. Fierce. I don't like to drink out of plastic, but I was dying. I just finished a three-hour workout. So. Uh, so for those who are just listening on SoundCloud or whatever, I held up a bottle of... <laughs> I've been licking leprechauns. Hey, laddie. Um, first of all, first of all, I, I have to... Let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Uh, hey, guess what? Surprise. I fucked up. Eh. Uh, had it not been for one of you sharp-eyed folks, I don't know if you want me using your name. You contacted me on Twitter. Hey, uh, Mr. Robinson, uh, what for is happening with your Patreon page? Hey, whoever's running your Patreon page, yeah, that's true. I am worried about the plastic and the BPAs and all that stuff. That's why I, I generally stay away from it. Was it hey, I don't know who runs your, your Patreon page, 
patreon.com slash the, the stomper. But whoever's running that page hasn't put the new shows up since like V282. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll talk to whoever puts that up. They're slacking. Because, of course, it's me. So apparently, if I don't put up new ones, Patreon doesn't let you know to donate. So I, I forget all about Patreon. Because I'm, if I'm not bugging you about it, I forget. So I go to Patreon. And, of course, I haven't put anything up there since 82. Uh, and so I start putting it up. And I see people like not dropping off and they're not donating money. And then the day, dude, I'm supposed to send you the fight CD. I told you I was going to do it a couple of Fridays ago. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I haven't done it. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, I promise. I, I will take pictures. I'll send you. You got the proof. Uh, also, the $10 pledge that gets you a phone call. I'm, I'm about maxed out on the actual numbers of phone calls I can make. Before I have to start actually st start stop calling family members because I just don't have the time. So going into 2020, I'm gonna get rid of that. I'm still gonna have a $10 level, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give something else for it other than phone calls because I can't I can't hack it. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. I'm out of step with the world. So uh, sorry, it's my fault. You can blame me. You can blame me, but that's the extent of the commercial. Patreon.com slash the stomper. Many more of you are donating on a PayPal at this point in time, which is uh, Pinko, P-I-N-K-O, 95014 at yahoo.com. That's a PayPal address. Strange enough, PayPal is asking for a bunch of information uh, that I have to update my freaking browser. So uh, I can't get the money that's in there. Until I update the browser, I try to update the browser. It's asking for the bit of bit of bing, bit of bing. Boys, you more. I can't keep up. I can't stand it. You know, it's like, you know what? You know, some of you, Tommy LB has got it right. I'm not going to tell you how he's got it right, but that's the easiest. Thank you, sir. I'll call again. Heartfelt thanks. Anyway, let's talk about UFC uh, uh, 244. Now, first of all, I got reamed. You guys make you guys who follow on Twitter, you make fun of me for going to the bar for only ordering water all night. But you know how much I had to pay to get in? It's $25 a person. Couldn't figure out why. I could have sat in the car and watched it in peace and quiet and actually heard the commentary for, for that much money. But then I realized that the, the screens were half on the boxing match and half on the UFC. So I was paying two. So I was essentially $12.50. It was $12.50 per Per show, that means somebody's sneaking up the walk to me. Oh, yeah. I got all kinds of senses. Yep. Because paranoia reigns supreme. Yeah, let's move. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's move that light a little closer. There we go. So, um, so I'm sitting there in the top tier. Got 10 cameras. I'm looking. My neck is killing me. And I couldn't hear any of the commentary because somehow... Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know how to I don't know how to do it. I you know, money laundering. You know, at one point somebody overseas wanted to give me fourteen thousand dollars, and I'm like, man, man, I gotta how do I get fourteen thousand dollars back in this country? Because you gotta declare everything over ten. If you don't declare it, they seize it. You can't when you come from overseas, you can't split it up because they look at all the luggage that you're bringing in. You can't put it in the mail, or you take a chance with that. So what do you do? Do you declare? Oh, go straight to the IRS. What do you do? Do you build a money suit? Go to a tailor, get internal pockets put in the suit, and then, oh, full body sketch, just paper. Oh, is it just paper, or do they put metal filaments in the new, in the new dollars or the new euros so that they're harder to, to counterfeit? Oh, who knows? What can you do? Can you do? I, I, I take two trips. Oh, really? So i got to spend $2,000 to get $14,000? Get out of here. These are serious issues. How we transfer cash is a serious issue, which is exactly why I, I support Bitcoin, but do not support Facebook getting into Bitcoin. They already know too much. But, the, uh, uh, but I, I, I digress. So in terms of the drug analogy, corollary, cognate, after, yeah, he wouldn't do it. You're, yeah, one of the guys in the, in the, in the, in the school had, had academy had surgery had like four Vicodin. 
He goes, man, I didn't even take him. He's trying to tell me how tough they are. I go, great, give them to me. And Marty G stood in my way. He pill blocked me. I go, I'm not going to get addicted to four Vicodin. I can't. It's impossible. Because what do you need them for? I'm a 57-year-old brown belt. That's what I need them for. Everything, my shoulders are on fire. He's like, don't give it to him. Don't give it to him. Yes, I, by the way, Roma Raider uh, got me a stand. So I haven't put it together yet. So I don't have to use this giant pillow to hold the computer anymore. And it causes the computer to overheat because <laughs> it's got, you know, it's, it's not, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm not worried about constipation. That's the least of my worries. The least of my worries are shoulders that are on fire. So uh -huh. if you got them, let's talk. Glad to talk. Ah, take a drink. Penis attacked me. So uh, so anyway, what is your estimation about, about the quality of the drugs? I tell you, at this point in time, I got mixed feelings. I got I got mixed feelings. Why for you have mixed feelings, Mr. Robinson? Anyway, it was a good fight. That yeah, was a good fight. But uh, some of you who are following on Twitter trying to urge me to the conspiracy. Huh? Trying to urge me to the conspiracy. Because you think that I'm going to be open to it. But let me tell you something. There's a woman in Germany who decided one day... Uh, um, it, who decided one day that it would be her life's calling to go over to the Berlin Zoo and to climb into the polar bear enclosure. There are photos of this online. You've heard me mention it before. She climbs, a uh, 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 Zoftig uh, German woman, climbs into the polar bear cage, jumps in the water, where she is promptly attacked by the polar bear, and then she has a change of heart. And the polar bear is biting her on the trapezius and dragging her down, as people trying to pull her out. I wouldn't have tried to pull her out. I wouldn't have tried to pull her out. So they pull her out and then they go to a German official, a zoo official and ask, well, what do you think about this, this woman who, and in very German fashion, he goes, well, I have found in the history of polar bears and zoos that if you climb into the enclosure, they tend to do this. That's it. That's it. It's called polar bear politics. Nobody should be confused about what's going to happen if you jump into a polar bear enclosure. You shouldn't be confused about what carnivores eat. If even that was on the menu for something you were going to be confused about. Do not be confused about this. Consequently, post UFC 244, there should be no confusion. Conspiracy is it, it ties into the Hitlerian three secrets. The secrets I keep from you, the secrets we share, and about future events as yet unknown. If anybody at all is confused about the business that the UFSI is in, I don't know what you're doing here. I don't know why you're here. And I thought the most telling thing was, and, that, and we're walking backwards into U, UFC 244, the most... Excuse me, the most telling thing was the post-fight presser, they talked to the bald one, and the bald one says, and I got to doff my hat. I'm not so up on these other MMA journalists, you know, but I got to doff my hat to Brett Akamatato for getting the bald one and asking him a question in a way that gets the question answered. He didn't answer. He didn't answer. He didn't ask the question in a way that uh, the mermaid would. Uh, that that would be Ariel. Sweet Ariel, we're done the will to survive, and all of my love. If you were confused about what I was saying, Zeppelin. You know, Garrett. If some, if if I was an editor. If I was an executive at ESPN and I wanted to queer the momentum for this wellspring of disgust with McNuggets, I would have had Ariel ask. Because if Ariel had asked, he would have asked it in a way to give 
to give the Baldwin an opportunity to get annoyed so that the optics of it are Mermaid said something stupid. Aha, look at dude go off. Exactly. I'll get to that, the boxing match. But they didn't. Akamoto got in, saw his shot, and took it. And the way he asked the question is, well, there have been a lot of cases. The New York Times, bingo, buddy, bingo. That's like three billy goats gruff. Brett Akamoto is saying, don't eat me, Mr. Troll. If you wait a few minutes, my big brother over here comes, and he's twice as big as I have, and you could eat him. It'll be a full meal. Well, the New York Times has mentioned it twice. Go ahead. Go ahead. It just can't. And the bald one, yeah, he said a lot, and he, he uh, tonally right on the money. He goes, well, from what I've heard, that's no fun. We'd really have to consider that. And, and if you're not concerned, if you can't read the semaphores, you can't read the flags flying, if you're McNuggets, you know you're done. You're done. You fix this fucking thing, and you fix it fast. Because you just saw your 2020 go up in smoke. We don't need you. You created the bed that you're lying in. How? How did you do it? You created the bed that you're lying in by, you know, what's the thing? Diplomacy is saying nice doggy until you get your hand on the rock. You got your hand on the rock, but you danced around. I got a rock. I got a rock. Look at this rock. Look at this rock. Look at this rock. Look at this rock. Hey, ownership stake. Ownership stake. Ownership stake. Ownership stake. Ah, beg me. Beg me. Beg me. <laughs> oh, man. You know? Tuco said it best. If you're going to fight, fight. You're going to talk, talk. You fucking, you fucking talked when you should have been fighting and you're done. Okamoto had the stones to ask with pulling in the New York Times. The bald one called into account. Now there can't be any confusion about whether he knows. I can't be the last truly free voice in America on the internet writing anal as often as possible anytime McNuggets' names comes up. It's, it's, it's a known fact. People starting to report it. I've been there. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> I got the ice cream. You, you, your family's on welfare. Exactly. And then, so we're going backwards into the fight. We're going backwards into the fight. And so then they asked the Baldwin, well, what about a rematch? Nobody. Nate, uh, George Masvidal, who I picked if you watch Care, Don't Care, which comes up uh, on Monday. But if you watch the last one, you saw Masvidal, love, love 209, you know, trained with, have trained with Gil, uh, Melendez, Gibbler, Jake Shields, you know, all those cats, uh, Caesar guys. But what I remember from the Pettis fight is that Pettis had his foot screwed up the first uh, round, and Nate seemed rusty to my eye. And I know what those guys have been doing. It turns out that his leg has been, his leg is gimp, has been able to run. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe you're, you're in the upper echelons at this point now where um, I, I uh, hats off to dude for never canceling the fight and going ahead when he's not in tip top shape. But you got to know guys are talking about three million dollar paydays and eh, coming in half ass. And if they hoping things work out, hope, put hope in one hand and dog shit in the other and see which fills up first. That's a Carl Gotch line, which I stole. So so they, they, they say. Nate says it, so this is not how I wanted the fight to end. Hats off to George Masvidal, George Masvidal, who was my, my pick from the beginning, because he kicks effectively. His jiu-jitsu has come up, and the guys work Duran in his corner. If that's not a big, big flex, and yes, the fact that, and I'm sitting there, like, watching the boxing thing at the same time, and I'm watching Kovalev, like, lie on the couch. Like, what the hell is he doing? And I'm watching, like, like uh, 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 Canelo just kind of staring at something. Oh, crap. It is seismic. They held it off. They they pushed back the start time so it wouldn't conflict with the oofsie. Optics is everything, baby. Yeah, Roberto Duran, not Duran Duran. <laughs> Optics are everything. 
You know? You walk ever walk up to somebody, have had that kid in your neighborhood who walk up to you and would always like try to get you to flinch by throwing a punch at you like or jumping at you like he's gonna throw a punch at you. You flinch, you're dead with that guy. That guy's doing that shit all the time now. Boxing should have gone right ahead, right ahead and done what they're gonna do. So anyway, Masvidal says, uh, Masvidal says, I, you know, I want to baptize him. I want, uh, you know, I like guys leaving unconscious. I, fight, I had my share of fights when they say, oh, the judge, oh, no, I don't want that. I want a guy to go out. I want him out, out, out. And I want it completed and done. And people are like, well, you know, Nate was starting to come on later rounds. You know, he is a triathlete and stuff. Even though Nate later said because of his knee, he hasn't been able to run and so on. Uh, uh, okay. So he says, let's run this back. Let's do it again. Poured water over it. Now, now, my first instinct was money, money in the bank. If you remember, I said on maybe, uh, if, if, if I did it, I said, you know, there are lots of ways to lose a fight. Something strange could happen. Sure enough, something strange happened. Turns out that the doctor who stopped the fight was also a doctor who had some un- a questionable stoppage before. Somebody counters, John Nash, I believe, talking to him on Care Don't Care, counters with, well, you know, uh, in Vegas, that's the business of Vegas. They got to go ahead with the fight. New York only recently okayed him. They're concerned about lawsuits. And I was thinking, yeah, yeah, John is right. He's making a lot of sense. Then I remembered, oh, didn't Tyson Fury have a big gaping wound? And that, that fight went ahead and that it wasn't, wasn't stopped. So is this, now we're at tri-level chess. Is this, this, this judge who was in, a, in, a, in another, the uh, doctor was in another questionable stoppage, you know, is he working at the, and, but he doesn't stop Tyson and he's a New York guy. Is he stopping it because he's a, he's a boxing and ta- a secret double boxing, double agent tri-level. This is me doing the tri-level. Or, or is he concerned about New York's litigious nature and the consequence of if I send if I send Diaz home blind, I'm looking at lawsuits. Or does Diaz, by his constant signaling, bear some responsibility? Like you got to know, I wouldn't have known it was bad. Diaz has bled a lot more in other fights. I wouldn't have known it was bad, except dude can. Kept doing this. Now, George is a good guy. My experience as a as a as a guy who's done MMA, I don't give a shit. If you're adjusting your jock strap like Till did, if you're doing something, I'm pasting you. There's no reason for me to respect your need to adjust your clothing. I'm punching you in the face. So good stop, but you're not. Good stop, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's talking about Colin Douglas. He's talking about did it I was there all three nights. You could see uh, 18-year-old me, Bad Brains, CBGBs, 1982. Man, I'm older than shit. So, uh-huh. so he, he pours water over it. He pours water all over it and says, we don't want to see that. Now... Like Colombo, I'm like, hmm, what don't I know? You know, it's a funny thing that uh, you say you don't want to see a fight because at first blush, me, I'm kind of ignorant about these things. Me, I say, well, that's a good idea. Let's have to fight. But whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. What does a fight give us and what do we lose? Because it's about sausages on the plates with the bald one. Well, suppose we go ahead with it. I got to pay both of these guys more because we sold out like Madison Square Garden, 40,000 tickets and boom, boom, like that. Pay-per-view, huge numbers. So I got to pay both of these guys more. I also, by paying them more, uh, um, yeah, it was a good stop. But that's, not, that's not the issue. The issue is what does it mean? Like when I'm rolling with a guy who's like a white belt and I uh, make a move that he doesn't respond to, I uh, take it to now like saying everything means something. It was, what do you mean? I don't want to be fucking stupid. I grabbed your lapel for a reason. Why? You got to know I'm good enough where I'm not just willy-nilly doing this. 
Well, because you grab it, you try to pull a hand off, and you pull back, and all of a sudden, your base is gone. Your table leg is gone. Come on. Everything means something. He pours water over the idea. So is it just a mere sausage calculation? Next fight, if it's a rematch, based on how this one did, I got to pay them more. Is that is that it? I had guys shoot that down. Had to go back to Lloyd Price and Don King, where Lloyd Price, an R&B Calypso singer, told Don King one night, fighters come and go. You are eternal. You never let the fight game get ahead of you. You get ahead of the fight game. You are the fight game. So back to the Colombo thing. Why would he pour water all over it? Why? Why, 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 why? Is it just that, you know what? I don't like giving anybody leverage. What happened with McNuggets will never happen again. Well, you know, unless they got clocks that run backwards, these cats are all on a, on a, on a, on a time clock. You know, this dude's been doing since, both of them since they were 19. These are older guys at this point now, not bouncing back as fast. And what are you going to do with them in the meantime? You know what? You know what? That's a possibility. So if we do our MMA fantasy league, the idea is to the idea ultimately what I what I've decided is if you want to trend toward conspiracy, there's no conspiracy. It's like German said about jumping in a polar bear cage. In this instance, it's to get this is the kind of thing that you expect. I want to maximize the return on each of these guys, given how much I'm gonna to have to pay them anyway, which is a constant until they start the, the inevitable journey down. So what do I do? If I have matched them up again, one of them is going to come out of an engagement depleted, by which not able to put as many asses in the seats. Now, uh, 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 Marty G from uh, Jiu-Jitsu Breakdown uh, poured shit all over it. It said, look, they learned, oopsie learned a long time ago that at this point it can do whatever it wants because it can outlast any fighter because of the, the gross social inequity of their pay structure. It was sad to see Nick. He was outweighted. The only way that really works, the only way that really works is if, like somebody once said about me, I can't tell if Eugene doesn't give a shit or he really doesn't give a shit. The only way that works is if you really don't give a shit. You can't fake the funk. I think Nick really doesn't give a shit. He's got enough money to live all right in 209. Buy a house, property tax there is low. Ride bikes. He said many a time, you think this is fun? This is not fun. Some guy's trying to beat you to death. You think that's fun? It's not. You try it. Like Nina Simone once said to a talkative audience when she was trying to play, you think this is easy? Go ahead. You try it. So long. Got up and left. Got paid no matter what. I finish the show or not, I get paid. So, MMA Fantasy League. George Masvidal against two, Colby Crappington. Well, Colby Crappington comes out of the Usman thing uh, depleted. He loses. He loses. Crappington loses to Usman, which is highly possible. Does a fight with George and, and Crappington, does that represent a step up for George? Moreover, is that a fight that Crappington would take? I think Crappington is done, and they're looking for ways for him to be done. And they're, they're, there's no – I think that they would rather wait on a McNuggets resolution and match a McNuggets up with a George Masvidal than to keep that loud mouth around. And you know how I know that? Look at the, look at the clip where they ask him, where they say – where the mermaid says, hey, uh, 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 bald one, uh, uh, Crappington says that uh, if he wins – uh, and, you, and you try to put the belt around, he's going to slap you in the face with it. <laughs> and I have to say, the bald one gave exactly the kind of response I would have given. He said, really? Good luck with that. Good luck with that. I guess you forgot where you are. You know, a guy, I used to know a guy who was in World War II, Jimmy Dahl, ex-New York cop. And he would tell me, he said, you know what? Funniest thing about a flamethrower, if you hit somebody with a flamethrower, 
that flame is so intense that they freeze in the spot and they fall over like statues. You gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know. And I'm known as a 57 year old guy. I don't take, I'm not joking. It's not like when I was 24, as a 20, like a story I wrote about the mafia uh, uh, enforcer uh, um, trying to, uh, uh, you know, trying, trying to threaten to murder me. I could walk away from that. Not now. Not now. Not with three kids and a grandson. Not now. Got to put that stake in the ground. Good luck with that. So I think Rappington is a dead man. And you're right. Coming off a loss to Usman, what does he represent to George? Nothing. George can easily say that. And you know who else died last night? Uh, uh, Leon Edwards also died. No percentage MMA Fantasy League in, in George fighting him. So what do you do to maximize the return on George? I have to tell you, when I look at the MMA pieces on the board, McRapist, that's compelling because we want to see McRapist. Like it or not, George has become a white hat. And uh, on the basis of three sexual assaults, McNuggets is a guy that uh, a guy that you want to see die. Yep. So who do you match him with? It's 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 a, it's a two step. Can't walk without one. You can't walk with one leg. Can hop. We're not going to hop. We got we got uh, a Nate to consider. Now Nate won't just fight anybody, but Nate doesn't need to just fight anybody. Would Nate take? Would Nate take about against Usman? Nate probably would take about against Usman. Freeze out Crappington. Freeze out McRapist. Nate fights Usman. Uh, uh, Tony Ferguson could move up. Nate fights Usman. If if Nate if Nate fights Usman and loses. He could do a Nate thing and go, you know what? I'm sick of this sport. I'm done. I got one piece of unfinished business and I'm walking away forever. And that piece of unfinished business is George. In other words, he's saying, I'm not going to be around to, to you're not going to have me around to squeeze any more fucking blood out of the stone anyway. So you might as well play me. I gave you your one extra fight. You can justify it on the long run. Boom. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. That's not a smart fight. But if MMA Fantasy League, you got to think, I got to go Colombo. What are the reasons to pour water on this so soon? It can't be just to, to reduce sausage transference. George Masvidal, like it or not, is pretty much a company guy. He's gotten very, you know, he's trod the light. I don't know much about politics. I don't think Nate gives a shit about retiring on a win. Was Nate, uh, uh, Nate cares about retiring on a win. Did Nick retire on a win? I don't think they care. I mean, I think they do stuff now because it interests them. Based on what I know from the inside. So, you know, George, is he's, he's a great, he's like one of those guys that you love to have around. He's not bugging you about cash. He just likes to fight. Give him a good fight. He's there. You know, he's already, he's got married, got the kid, doing comfortable. Doesn't have any personality deformations. He's not got a car full. He's not standing on top of Rolls Royces and dancing on the table and it beats him with a cardboard cut out of his face on his face. You know, people are asking me if you think he's on steroids. I go, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think like he like the claim he made, I think, is an honest claim. The reason I've been able to do this so long is very precisely because I haven't been on steroids. Because I tell you, honest to God, the biggest part of being on steroids is the head game. Honest to God. Head game. Have I been strongest I've ever been on steroids? Uh, not really. I mean, I've been plenty strong, but it's the head game. And more importantly, as we go through these fights, you can see that the head is like the head. Oh, the brain is the biggest sexual organ. Oh, the head is a big what? What the? How do you explain Kelvin Gaslam, who I hate, or Luke, who I now hate? How do you explain them? 
you know, corollary. How do you explain Corey? How do you uh, how, how do you explain Kevin Lee? Head, 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 foreheads. But in any case, somebody sitting around at the UFC trying to maximize the return on each of these resources. And clearly a decision has been made that, uh, look, if, if Nate fights George again and loses again in the short term, he's likely to say, I'm done, good luck. So I got one more fight out of it. What, how, how does that benefit me? Is there any way possible in your MMA fantasy league to maximize the return on both of these resources? And I don't, that's how they're thinking. That's how they're thinking. To you and me, they have names and faces. No, 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 no. You go to you go to you, you go to you know Harvard Biz School, Stanford Biz School. They're, they're talking about gigas, gimcracks, gimlets, units. They don't give a shit. They're not thinking of names or faces. And I, and I tell you, honest to God, MMA Fantasy League. I don't know how to do it. I don't. I'm sitting looking at the same board that we're all looking at. I'm Dustin. Forget it. That guy's lost in the mist. He's he's swinging at phantoms, attacking people and having to retract it, choking, choking, choking. Forget it. As far as I'm concerned, Dustin needs to do something valiant and stupid to redeem himself. They say that wasn't. They say it was an ingrown hair. The medical screen called it an ingrown hair and not staff. I call bullshit on that. I don't want to touch that guy. Don't want to touch him. But according to Gregor didn't have to. So anyway, so he says, no, I can't think of it. I'm going to be spending this whole week thinking about it. People say crazy stuff. We got the Wednesday hump day breakdown. We'll see what happens after that. Maybe Baldwin comes to his senses and goes, that's exactly the fight. But in the burst of the anger, confusion, upset, you know, the, 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 the adjective from this one, just let that flow. Let that hang in the air for a bit. And while a dust is settling, you start to make decisions, start to make choices about what comes next and who it comes for. That's the right play. That's a smart money move. That's a smart money move. Going back into the fight, going backwards to the fight, I'm going to have to say uh, sharp as a mosquito's needle, uh, George Masvidal uh, it played this perfectly. Everything from... Yeah, forget about that. Hip surgery? No. Any any surgery. I had surgery. They said, oh, you'll be back in six months. That was six months to get the cast off. They had six months to teach me how to walk again. I was like, well, you can see you step up on the block. I go, get the fuck out of here. I can step up on the block. Could I spent six months trying to step up on blocks, walking with a cane, having to get into my car from the passenger side because I couldn't get in the other way, drag my leg around, and drive with the left foot. Or, sorry, the right foot. <laughs> the left leg was screwed up. So, uh, so anyway, um, yeah, which Dustin is, you know, and he's old, frankly, and he'll be older next year. So the fight itself, so everything he did, he, it was totally like, okay, you can't, you can't come in. Both these guys don't really are big on smack talk, but it doesn't mean it has to be a grim, humorless endeavor like a Billy Squire video. No, instead, it means that you find, you know, you find yourself drawn on, now that the clouds have cleared between the usual hoo-ha of like, I got to say something bad about him, he's got to say something about me. Your personality shines. An example, running at him like he was running at Askren. And I'm watching Nate go, whoa! And he's like, you know, just got to laugh at it. Go, hey, 30? Really? And it'll be 31 next year? So you calling somebody who's 31 an up-and-comer? You must be close to 30. As the guy who was 57, of course, I would murder you to get back to 30. But I do remember there was a big difference between 30 and 31 and 25. That was when I first realized, oh, shit, who's getting older. So um, so uh, uh, he ran at him. Uh, he, he did, oh, the, he faked the kind of injury. I mean, he was he was excited to be there. Um, that's right. He's excited to be there. Re- just it was it was a joyful extension, and that's the kind of high that I want coming out of it. He was knocking Nate down. Nate is tough as fuck. Uh, um, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I enjoyed the fight in total. 
But, you know, you got to think of a way you can't be signaling, signifying here with just rubbing the eye because the, the doctor at that point, somebody's going to say, dude went blind. Where the fuck were you? You had ample opportunity. He's rubbing his eye. Second round, third round. You're going to take a look. At Are you going to do something? What is your job? I was already nervous with merely out of being the ref because that guy. But now since he, they had that stoppage too early, he's more likely to, to you know, let you get beaten to death. But this wasn't on. This wasn't him. This wasn't him. This was the doctor. The doctor who has made questionable calls before. Who knows? Who knows why he was there? I mean, what was the return? What was the return on Madison Square Garden? I mean, New York's a union town. Everybody, 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 you know, has got their hand out. So they said, "Oh well, Nate was picking up steam. He always picks up steam fourth, fourth, fifth round." You think Mike Thomas Brown didn't know that? You think the guys at ATT didn't know that? You think uh, 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 you think uh, uh, Masvidal didn't know that? They knew that. And plus, he had more cardio to do because he, when he thought the fight was in the toilet, he went and ate a bunch of pizza. He's like, I got it, I got it, and he gained weight. He had to. His cardio was fine. There's a reason he's number three in the rankings, which the rankings are bullshit, but whatever. They don't ask me about the rankings. Football rankings, they ask like, like 50 journals. How many MMA journals? Only two of the MMA journals who are responsible for the rankings are worth a damn. Every, all the other journals that are up there for the rankings are, are hacks. So, um, you know, I, I, don't think Nate, I don't think Nate wins the matchup either. No way. No way. I love those guys. I love those guys. But um, if he, he, he can't threaten. He can't threaten with kicks. And he was getting hurt with kicks. I mean, he does a kick, you know, kind of kick thing that he does to set up his hands. But I, 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 George, that was he came into it with the boxing thing. He's been boxing for a long time. And I know those guys train sometimes with Andre Ward, but it's not. It's where your head is at. And his jujitsu, there were a couple of times where he was on the ground. He did not display the slightest bit of fear. And part of rolling with somebody, like if I roll with a white belt, it's like, I, you know, what, what kind of fear am I working with here? What level of fear am I working here when I'm rolling with a guy? If a guy is composed and calm and he's just watching what I'm doing, I go, that guy's got zero fear. He's thinking about it. Mostly at that point, I'm watching my feet. Because this is the kind of guy's like, I got it. Eugene's upper body is strong. Well, his upper body might be strong, but his feet aren't. Let's see how foot lock, see how, see how dude uh, hangs with that. It was a great, it was a great fight. It was a great return on, 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 on a, a drug hop. Look, you know, I was all right. I was all right with it. I was all right with the stoppage. Um, he had three stitches underneath, 18 stitches over. I'm guessing Nick is, is tweeted out today or put up on Instagram and looked bad. Dude was pawing at his eye. George Masvidal wasn't likely to give him a break on that, going to work on that eye on, and go to that side. I don't see it getting any better. And what does it prove? What does it prove? I mean, he could have pulled it out as it is. If they just continued as it was, he already lost that fight because he lost the first three rounds. If it already continued as it was, he's done. I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with them putting it in their back pocket for a later date. I can't figure out why exactly, but I know it has to do with maximizing sauces on the plate tectonics. So uh, you know that that's that that is that. But let's go to let's go to the rest of the card because I got killed. I came in second place on Care Don't Care. John Nash is on a tear for four weeks straight now. He is number one. Has bested me for four weeks. The last two weeks, I came in number two. But uh, a lot of these guys, but I don't mind an honest loss. I'm totally okay with an honest loss. It is a, it isn't the, the less than honest losses that put hornets in my head, that fez me up. I will not brook or hold truck with a less than honest. You're gonna, you want, you want to make me hate you? Deliver a less than honest loss. So um, I got something bug just flew in my mouth. It's a Marlon Brando from Apocalypse Now. Darren Till and Kelvin Gastelum, 
listen, kept, why Dominic Cruz kept calling Kelvin Calvin? I I love loved it. Damian Cruz is really is a funny guy. It's funny. He either doesn't know or he did it on purpose. Both are funny. Both are funny. But, uh, you know, Kel, uh, Darren Till said, hey, I was dealing with demons. I was dealing with demons. You, always. You, I, if you The first time as a human being that you fa face any serious loss, whether it's, you know, getting dumped by somebody or, or uh, you know, hurting yourself, so where you have to recast how it is you understood your place in space, that's where you know what you're, what you're freaking made of. So he was like this up and comer, you know, and, uh, you know, um, ah, ah, look at it. You know, I get to approve the comments. So somebody coming in would fuck you. That's not useful. Fuck your comment, you prick. <laughs> I'm not even going to, I'm not going to let everybody else see it. See your name, your contribution, zero. Anyway, so uh, Darren Till was dealing with face-to-face -face young guy like that dealing with loss. Knocked out by George. Not, he's had a tough run of it. So he goes against a Kelvin Gastelum. And Kelvin Gastelum, Calvin Gastelum, I, I don't know how to explain it. The only way I could come close to explaining what happened, it was like I did on, on Care Don't Care, is to say everybody likes to derail hype trains. So he shows up for Style Bender and he's like, I want to shit on your party. I want to shit on your party. And that's exciting. I'm going to put my hands in the middle of your birthday cake and smear it on your face. They love you so much. Uh, uh, yeah, and that trickeration and the weigh-in with the leaning on the dude. Uh, you were a geek to begin with, but I had love for you because you pulled some magical stuff out. Right now, I said, like I said to somebody, they explained, they said, to explain a, one of my past relationships to them. And I, I explained it thusly. I said, if you had a dog that bit you 50% of the time, would you like that dog? Would you like that dog? You might keep the dog, but you wouldn't trust the dog. And the dog wouldn't routinely make you happy because you wouldn't know whether it was one of those days you were going to get bitten or not. Darren Till up against prove nothing to me by beating Kelvin Gastelum. Calvin Gastelum. I still think his head is gone, Darren. He might have he might have eked a little bit of, of confidence out of this one, but I don't think he really felt that. It's like I got knocked down and sexually abused in that alley. Every time, you know, you could get, now I got two guns. Now I got two guns and a razor blade and I got dogs and I got a whole crew with me. But that alley is still going to bug you. And that's the alley that Darren Till is dealing with in his mind. Which is another reason why somebody like George Masvidal is so masterful. You look at it, he's got 13 losses there. That's right. Yep. 13 losses. He's made his peace with understanding who he is and how he applies himself to what it is he does. I don't know. I don't know what they do with him because the guy, clearly, his head is not strong enough. You, you want to super do him or you want to allow him to build up a head of steam? And there's a reason they go ahead of steam. Well, in this case, that comes, that comes, uh, that comes dangerously close to, uh, to miss. But what at some total of this fight, I hate Kelvin, still don't trust Till. So zero gain, no delta. Going down the list, Stephen Thompson, Wonder Boy, Luke. I hate Luke. I hate Luke. I, I'm sorry. I, you know, it, this wasn't a good loss. If you can explain to me, he's got plenty. He's got until Wednesday. You could say anything crazy until Wednesday, or you could give me a realistic post Wednesday explanation. What happened to you? John Nash is, oh, he was just overwhelmed by Steven Wonderboy. Ah, yeah, yeah, he was tough, man. But there, there's got to be a reason that uh, – did Thompson really break both of his hands? That dude is stony. 
There's got to be a reason why Luke is shut down. And I'm not really willing to buy the argument that uh, Brazilians, when they face a little bit of adversity, they fold because I didn't see any, any, any adversity. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. You got like, like, like when I, when I beat people at jujitsu, you got beat by a 57 year old grandfather with a fucked up leg. Man, man. How you, how you gonna do that? How's that? I want you to go home and think about what happened here. My God. So, um, so I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it, just like the fight before it, does this mean Stephen Thompson is back? Not necessarily. And and does it mean Luke is gone? Not really, but he's nowhere. He is nowhere. Let me see if I can do this right here. D D D D. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about that, bro? <laughs> so, um, I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, at this point now, I'm I'm souring. At this point now, actually, I almost got thrown out of the bar. Uh huh. I almost got thrown out of the bar. Uh huh. Yeah. How about this? How about this? Uh, do that right there, bro. Uh, put that. Put that. Oh yeah. Put that. <laughs> Babingo. Sorry, you guys. There's stuff going on in the comments that uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm deleting people and. And uh, and I am uh, reporting them and and essentially McNuggetsing them. So uh, okay, so then we go down to uh, uh, oh yeah, because because Kasha she was like sleeping, and the bartender goes, "Look, you know, I, I can't really have you sleeping here, you know." And we're the likes to fight couple. She's like, "Well, why? I'm just I'm putting my head on my hands. What I can't? Well, but it looks like it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't." Uh, and so, hey, she could, Janice could do what she wants, Goodfellas style, right? So, going, but already, but going back, I was excited because the fight before that was Derek Lewis and Blagoy. Now, I picked Lewis to win. And it was a slack fight, but I got to at least blow off some blast about Bulgarians and knife wounds. And I watched Blagoy train at, 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 uh, at AKA. And I got, honest to God, there were some shots that he took. That would have put out would have put out an average human being. Blackgoy is not the average human being. I, he was some, there's something vaguely Fred Flintstone esque about him. And then somebody else, uh, I think Steph Haynes on the Care Don't Care, blasted out the fact that he uh, he's what he say. She said uh, he looks like an older, fatter a Shogun Hua. Maybe he's a long lost Shogun Hua brother, which I thought was completely hilarious. Now I talked to a lot of people today at Jiu-Jitsu. Um, yeah, did, did did Lewis say something about raw booty holes? I I, I couldn't I couldn't hear because the bar was so freaking loud. Boxing fans were were driving me nuts, uh, you know. Um, and then the, the club actually between rounds decided that everybody needed thirty seconds of disco. It's like, what the hell are you doing, man? I know who needs that. Who who needs that? Who needs that? Who needs that? But uh, say, oh, Lewis did it win. Ah, Lewis won enough. What's the upside? I mean, this is the thing. You, John Nash made the claim, you get good looks when you beat champions. People don't care who you are to you. And I say, I, call, I said it was wrong, and he got his feelings hurt and denied it. And I go, look, and what he did make, he got me on a historical, because I said that, you know, what made Tito Ortiz is when he, he uh, did the, the, the gun, gunfire thing into the double bird and then did the gravedigger thing. Really, realistically, that's kind of what made him. But I guess that came after the Shamrock face. But in this instance, you know, I think that, you know, Derek Lewis was around for a long time, and we didn't really have any significant feelings about him until he opened his mouth. And then his Q rating shot up because dude's got personality. Personality counts for a lot, like they say in Pulp Fiction. Like one, one hell of a personable pig. But uh, I was upset. This won't, this won't affect his upward trajectory. It's in heavyweight, so... All right, I'm okay. I the fight was kind of snoozy, but I'm okay. Kevin Lee against Gregor Gillespie. 
this is a prime territory in which I'm talking about. Nothing feels quite as good as derailing a hype train. And it was pretty systematic. You know, he went, he lost his trainer, dude died, and, you know, he stumbled. I still think that that, that Kevin Lee is, is semi-mystified, but I think he's recovered nicely. It depends on where his head is at. But if you watch, he's at one, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, one, two, one, two, three, fights over. Over, 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 over. We're seeing these guys who, who are who unique kind of unidimensional, like a Ben Askren. Or, it's just not enough. I do not have any patience for, for, for guys who are not, you know, it's like, oh, wrestling was good enough. It got me here. Yeah, okay. Well, guess what? What if it doesn't? You, you, got, you met Paul Bunyan. I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm going to call you crazy on that one. Because it's a head game. Kevin Lee has already lost to Khabib in his head. In his head. He, I don't, see, the thing is, he might, if he could get his head around to this idea that he could beat him, there's a possibility. There, you know, blind mouse could sometimes finds cheese, I think, a broken clock, right, twice a day. I think it's possible he could beat him. I think it's possible. Yeah, I like that Bernie Sanders shot. I think it's possible that he beats him, but I don't think he thinks he can beat him, and that's a problem. The guys that think they can beat uh, Khabib have been kept away from Khabib, which is sort of a shame. But again, it goes back to what? How much blood can I get out of this stone? That's the name of the game because that game is sausage transference. Corey Anderson, I love it. See, remember when we did the breakdown a few weeks ago of showboating and grandstanding? Yeah. Oh, was it suicide? Uh, I thought the dude just died. I didn't realize he, he, he suicided himself. All right. So, you know, Johnny Walker, one of you on Twitter came up with a great name. Yeah, you know, I've you know, been calling him Johnny Walker Red, so I call him Johnny Walker Dead. Ow! I said I was going to steal it, but I gave you credit for it. That was good. And he comes in and he's winking and he's mugging and he's mugging and he's winking and he's ducking and he's jiving and he's breakdancing and he's spinning and he's digging and he's shaking the mower. You know what? You can do that shit after you win. You faced yourself an angry Negro who is like looking at the odds running against them and feels clowned. And it's especially like these guys who is specifically not very verbal. But you know what? After all that, what does he do? Corey apologizes today. Now, that was a new look, Corey. That was a passionate Corey. I couldn't hear based on where I was watching, I couldn't hear what he was screaming at him, but suddenly he went from Francis Carmont or sort of OSP corollary cognate into like some guy I hadn't seen before to a rampage. And it was a good look on him. His Q rating went up half a point. And then I look at the Twitter machine and he's apologizing. I wasn't raised that way. I was No, it was early stoppage. Nah, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I didn't really see Walker complaining too much. I saw him shake his head a little bit, but dude was going to get hurt. Like hurt. He wasn't he wasn't getting up from that. It's not like it's not like Corey was going to let up. He was going to knock him down and what? If if the, if it's a difference if I know that 8 punches in, you're out. Why would I wait till 8? Why would I wait till 8? Unless I'm a sadist. You know, my job is to protect the fighters when they're not in a position to protect themselves. I don't give a shit if you don't like it or not. One, two, three, boom, down, wobbled. Oh, well, maybe, maybe I'm not sure. Maybe I'll make a comeback. Four, five, six. Oh, maybe I'll be eight. No, just stop. Just stop. If you weren't in that position, you wouldn't be in that position. You're done. You know, you, you're supposed to impress people at home. You shake your head. Think twice about all that energy because now you're nowhere. Phantom Tollbooth, baby, looking at a sheet of paper like in Beetlejuice with a number that's got a lot of zeros after it. Not That's overstating the point. You still got Jan Blakovich. You know, you were the first loser in, in, in this light, heavy thing. Uh, Corey is not going to interest Johnny Boney Jr. long enough. To, to, so, But you got Corey against Blakovich. You got some matches in light, heavy 
underneath underneath Johnny Boney Joni, some alignments that can be made. Anthony Smith is back in the mix, called out Corey Anderson right away. You, you know, who's the other cat? Uh, uh, not Volkov. Uh, well, you know what I mean. There, in fantasy MMA league, there are lots of little pieces and tiles that we can move around in places that make sense and that work. Guaranteed. Not worried about it. Happy about the outcome. Happy about the outcome. Different Corey Anderson, but in the end, after the, the apologizing, complaining, whining, pleading tweet, same Corey Anderson. Squandered what little uptick he had on the... Uh, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to... Um, <laughs> I'm going to do something. You know what? You want to fuck a fan? How about this? Oh, the fight's on ESPN. No, it's on ESPN+. Plus. No, it's on ESPN1. No, it's on ESPN2. No, it's on Fight Pass. So I didn't get in. I was posted up at 5 o'clock on the phone at the studio while Oxbow played some music. But I didn't get into Corey Anderson. Uh, Shane Burgos and uh, Mirakani. I picked the uh, Mirakani foolishly. Following, I'm going to blame Steph for that one. And then some of these I've seen. Uh, uh, Shabazi, Shabazi, Shamalama Ding Dong. He beat Brad Tavares with that. He's now. I saw that because, of course, that was only two minutes and 27 seconds, so I could see that online. He has become a care. Edmund, Edmund. Uh, I picked Arlovsky. Over uh, Yaranzino uh, Rosenstruck. Also saw that online because that was 29 seconds. Um, I got the sads. I picked Olovsky. Yeah, I know you don't mind the apology, but it's like uh, it was just too too much to type. The the, the, the delta between who we, who we thought he was and who he actually was is what made it slightly interesting. I expected a guy like him to apologize. And when he apologized, writing it, I expected four, I got four. I leave with nothing. Corey Anderson goes back to a guy. I kind of go, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Kachugian, who never returns my email. I've been trying to write an article for her for Ozzy for a year. Has not returned multiple emails. Uh, no, Thin Black Duke came out in 2017. 2017. Uh, record of the year, 2017. Then I followed up with Boone Wells, uh, uh, The Easy Way Out. Uh, uh, it was a record of 2018, and uh, we're recording the new 14 records for 2019. So it won't be 10 years before the next record, unlike uh, Narcotic Story and Thin Black Duke. You realize in that time, Nico got married, Nico got divorced, Nico's mother died. You know, there was a lot of Oxford agita that prevented it, you know. Our producer, Chicarelli got called away to do a Morrissey record. Morrissey lost his mind. Yeah, da 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 So, um, yeah, I got – yeah, I got – Oxbow has a record coming out with Peter Brutzman from Live from Moors coming out in 2020. Uh, uh, Boonwell has a record called Killers Like Us coming out toward the end of 2020, around election time. And uh, Low House, a new project with the guys from L'Enfance Rouge, uh, that'll come out uh, sometime mid. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get a record out every quarter, and I think if we play our cards right, the Oxbow record will come out end of 2020 as well or early 2021. So for those of you interested in the music, that's a breakdown. I know many of you don't care. Uh, so but uh and, uh, and yeah, so you keep saying, so you keep saying, I keep hearing it. You know, I got a phone. I don't see anything. Uh, naked, kid, naked was Kachugian. So she be, and I was like about to shit on it, and say it was pretty low on the uh, gin scale, <clears throat> um, pretty low on the gin scale, which is the John Nash scale of significance. But again, apparently, this puts her in a line of the uh, Sachenko. It was nice to see Sachenko in the audience. I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear where I was, whether or not they booed Trump or not. But it was still kind of weird that he was there, <laughs> uh, and he was dwarfed by the event in in a lot of different ways. You know, uh, it's like it's like the, the the nerdy kid in school likes to hang out with athletes or something. And the when the Rock came in, it was clearly so much love. Lyman, good. 
against Chance. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I got to watch these. Georgie B is helping me out. And Duwadu against Ars. I haven't seen those because I couldn't find it between all these different formats. So, um, uh, you know, it's a compelling night. I've gone, kind of gone, gone overtime. Yeah, it was booed, but then I'm sure that in the, in the production truck that they sweeten stuff, you know, so you can't tell how serious. I had a couple of guys who I know were actually in Madison Square Garden, and I want to ask them, but politically their sympathies are, 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 are pro-Trump, so they would, you know, inevitably, I don't even want to bother asking them because I know that would downgrade it. I would have to have somebody's cell phone video so I could hear it myself. I'm not trusting anything out of the production truck. But it's idle curiosity. I mean, I don't give a shit one way or the other whether they boo the guy. You know, when he came on the TV at the bar, was that I wouldn't have thought anything, but people started cheering, and so then naturally I had to start booing. It's like that's your team. This is my team. Go fuck yourself. It's all right. It's all right. Well, if <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I started screaming. Lock him up. Lock him up. You know, you want to lay down with that stuff? Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? That's where you're living. That's where you live. You have fake booze. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, that's the end of the show. That's the end of the show. Uh, best way to see what art. I don't know what articles I have coming up. I just put one out about uh, a big fight I got into with a pri uh, prime minister uh, in, in Lebanon. Not the kind of place you want to run afoul of people uh, called pissing off a Lebanese politician. I tweeted out on Twitter. So follow me at Eugene S. Robinson on Twitter so you see that kind of stuff. Uh, her name is Seferita Jaja is how you pronounce it. Plus, I did a look closer, which I'll post a little bit later. We got a JJB coming up where we recreate the Blagoy Derek Lewis commentary. This is our first jujitsu thing on commentary because we were shocked and appalled at the generally low level of in the baggage given to us by Hojo Game, Dominic. Uh, uh, Damian Cruz and uh, and uh, uh, Jerry Anik, we were, we were appalled by it. So we did a JJB showing them how to do it because JJB is not just for jujitsu; it's for life. Monday, care don't care for the UFC Moscow comes out. Uh, uh, Steph will go live with it usually around two o'clock. Uh, Tuesday at seven thirty, we go. If I did it, ah. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the only fights. That was the first Greg Hardy fight that I cared about because I think he's going to get destroyed by Volkov. And if not, you know, whatever, man. Volkov needs to needs to go home and think about his life. So I only had three cares on the card, but it's still a compelling show. Tuesday at 7.30, we got If I Did It, followed immediately by If the Shoes Fit. Who's the host? Who's the guest? Well, a missed tech for uh, If I Did It. Who's going to be on If the Shoes Fit? Could it be Nate? Could it be John Nash? Don't know. It's a secret. Tune in. Anyway, that's it. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, I'll get the PayPal thing straightened out. I'll post a show on, on Patreon. I'm sorry. I don't get my act more together. Anyway, that's it. The show. We'll see you soon. We've gone over time. And look what you made me do! Ah! <laughs>